Welcome to the Itty Bitty Podcast. I'm your host, Perry Phillips, and because I've killed so many brain cells, I feel like I'm getting dumber as I'm getting older. So the podcast is a great way to learn more about the things that I love. So each week we take a look at topics from the world of pop culture, including music, shout out to hip hop, movies, sports, comic books, video games, psychedelics, cannabis, and more. And the format might not always remain the same from week to week. I'm all over the place. What can I say? And I love the idea of a podcast that changes and grows with our listeners. So before we get too far, if you're listening so far, head over to ittybittypodcast.com to subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. And make sure to say hi to us on social media. It's pretty much at ittybittypodcast for everything um, but without further ado, man, the Itty Bitty Podcast is anything but Itty Bitty. So let's get it going. Welcome to episode 52. That's a year, one whole goddamn year of the Itty Bitty Podcast. Woo-hoo. <sighs> so for this episode, I brought back a... Um, one of my favorite guests uh, that we had on the show who like I learned some shit and it was a good time so I brought back Jungle Justin to talk a little bit about wildlife and uh, we just kind of talk about everything so it was a good interview I had a good time talking with him and he's got a new Patreon page out that he wanted to talk about so we talked a little bit about that and ufos and the current state of the world uh it was a it was a good one so without any more of my mouth this is not a podcast about coyotes and turtles and bears oh my it's the itty bitty podcast we've made it to a year it's anything but and it starts now welcome to the itty bitty So this is actually the one year anniversary of the Itty Bitty Podcast. So I wanted to have one of my favorite guests back on the show to do another little interview. So uh, please welcome back Jungle Justin. Justin, thanks for coming back on the Itty Bitty Podcast. Um, No worries, man. It's good to have you. And we're doing video this time, so that's pretty dope. I can see you've yeah. got some cages and shit behind you. So yeah, as always. Nice. So how's, it, how's everything on. been with you, dude? Uh, it's been uh, something something else lately. Um. Yeah, with all this shutdown stuff, it's been a lot different. Uh, we moved everything online for all my wildlife stuff, and I was gonna say, how does that affect you with everything that's been? Because when we first did this, it was like just kind of getting, getting. I wasn't really all that affected by that point, yeah, because everything was still kind of running normal. Um, no, it's we we were surviving. I'm a animal rescue, as you know, right? Um, so we were surviving off of my live shows that I was mm. doing. So traveling Canada, doing shows on stage with animals and educating people and stuff. Um, and the proceeds from that used to go towards our animal rescue. Um, now there's no, no live events and people don't want to touch animals and, um, it's very different. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so weird. we've, uh, moved so they're, most like, they're of afraid to touch online. animals and stuff. Cause they think that it's, they think they're going to get a disease or something. I'm not even a hundred percent sure. Maybe even just the worry of someone else has already touched it or, oh, yeah. um, yeah, people are weird about yeah. that shit. Nobody's really, uh, everybody's really scared. Nobody really knows what's going on for real, right? With all the fake news going on and everything else too, right? Well, I guess I'm, it brings me some comfort that like you're in another country and uh, and you guys don't know what's going on either. So 
I mean, oh, we have no idea. We don't even know if my kids are going back to school still. We're waiting yeah, to hear. It's been crazy here too. It's just been like everything's starting to close back up again. Where I'm at, yeah. we're staying open. So, you know, people are kind of there. Most places are making people wear masks now. Um, yeah, we're just opening up. And depending on what town you live in, you might have to wear a mask. Yeah. This place yeah. is like where I live, the state I live in, it's like they're, I th- they, I'm pretty sure they've just mandated that everywhere you go has to, you have to wear a mask. Oh, yeah. So even outside, not like if you're, I don't think if you're outside walking, like in your neighborhood, but just um, in stores, and but stuff. like when I go to yard sale, like I still go out, I'll just wear a mask. I'll go to like a yard sale and I'll wear a mask, you know, just, just because, you know, for whatever reason. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. We got a newborn and shit, so I can't risk any of that shit. So, but no, I hear you on that one. Uh, but it I is got... what it is. I mean, it's kind. Of, it's just a, like a new. I don't know. I'm hoping that at some point it gets to the point where it's it's like goes back to somewhat like not normal, but like they need to figure some shit out because like just oh, the yeah. lack of leadership, the lack of communication, especially we have where... no um, no volunteers because there's no um, nobody wants to go just strange places right so yeah a lot of animal rescues had a hard time through all of this and there was a lot of gofundme pages and stuff like that i just uh i hustled my butt off and got a couple extra jobs and made sure that we made it through but um the online thing is picking up now so that's doing pretty good yeah that's good that's good to hear I mean, that's like a good place for you to be. You got all your, yeah. I mean, you got you got all your stuff there. You can start to get all you know, different types of videos about different animals and shit. Like, yeah, you can do new videos. No, and we're constantly. gonna do. We uh, we've got a Patreon page now for um, all of our supporters to go to if they want to support us. Um, all the money that we make from the Patreon page goes towards our animal rescue efforts. Do you want to tell people so whether that, that's, where they can find it? Uh, it's patreon.com slash jungle justin okay uh, real simple yeah um and it goes towards our exotic animal rescues like the ones you can kind of see behind me um as well as i do wildlife calls so especially right now during all this crazy shutdown thing there's a lot of uh urban wildlife so animals that live near the city or within the city um all Cause there was no people around for almost three months where I'm at. We were all locked inside for a while. Um, so the animals kind of just moved in wherever they found. Right. So there's a lot of animals in places they shouldn't be. And, uh, we offered that this year for free just to help, uh, help the misplaced right. animals. That's yeah. dope. That's really sick. Yeah. So I was we do whatever some... we can. Yeah. You got to, um, I, was just reading some story about a t- I can't remember where the city was or this town, but they basically lost this this town to uh, monkeys. Like they basically, oh, yeah. like, these monkeys like took up a movie theater. Like that's where they lived off of, and they were like eating themselves to death. They had so much food, and I guess people thought like it was a good idea to feed them to try to get them oh. to go away, and so they just kept coming back. And like so, they basically yeah. took over some town. They were like the town's lost with all these it's it's never a good idea to feed feed wildlife ever even like bird feeders aren't all that harmful but um i know people who hate their neighbor's bird feeder because there's too many birds pooping on their car and Mm. it's when you feed animals well yeah and when you feed animals they just get way too comfortable with humans um because not all of us are good right right and the problem is, is what happens when they run into a bad human who doesn't like animals or um, doesn't like that animal. Right. Then it, it ends up being a conflict, right? Yeah. Um, right now in the city of Toronto, the coyotes are a big problem. Um, well, I wouldn't say a big problem. Everyone thinks it's just normal. But the coyotes are moving into the ghettos, basically when that shutdown happened, they were eating all the garbage, right? everything that they could get at basically. Oh, shit. Um, but now they're getting braver because they're just around humans all the time now. Right. So they're chasing people with their dogs and stuff. They're, 
it's getting a little out of hand. You said that's in Toronto? <laughs> yeah, the city of Toronto, which is like a couple million people live there. That's and it's like nuts. the Regent Park area. Um, it's more or less like the, the urban areas. They're very low so, income, I guess. So what do you think should be done in like a situation like that? Like what, how do you, because like I've heard that when you kill coyotes, it just makes more coyotes. Oh yeah, um, they start breeding like crazy. So how do you deal with that problem? Like, you gotta um, cut off the so, food source, and then but then they get. I feel like they get more aggressive. The problem is, is that a lot of the big apartment buildings and like skyscraper condo buildings and stuff like that, they're owned by somebody who's never probably there, right? Right. Um. So if the garbage gets backed up or something like that happens and they sit hanging out into the alleyway where they can get at it. Um, they're, they're always going to know there's a food source there. Right. Right. So as long as no one's holding those people accountable right now, if you ask the city or you ask uh, coyote watch Canada or anybody like that, um, they say that it's from people feeding the coyotes that they're getting so brave. Um, I don't know a single person I've ever met in my life that wanted to feed a coyote. Right. So unless you thought um, it was a dog, but like yeah. most people know and the difference. You'd be yeah, like, that dog's people, pretty sick. They look a little scraggly compared to a dog. Right. right? So there's, um, and yeah, I've never met anybody that was like, let's go feed a coyote, maybe a squirrel or a chipmunk right. or a raccoon Some even. Ducks or um, something, but not yeah, coyotes. not a, coyotes you're not taking out a t-bone steak to go feed the coyote <laughs> in the backyard like that's a little unless you're a weirdo you're so, just like this is my these are my people but hey they're blaming it on random people feeding these coyotes when it's more or less the fact that they're getting access to these places with garbage and stuff like, like that yeah they just need to maybe maybe they're looking in the wrong direction yeah um, when I brought it up, they told me that they've had systems in place for over a decade and there isn't much that I could offer that they haven't already thought of. I think they were a little offended. Mm. Um, but, I mean, everything's got to evolve, adapt, and change eventually, right? Right. Maybe Toronto was a very different place 10 years ago. Um Maybe it's time to reassess the coyote situation. Maybe think a little differently. Right. Yes. That's a lot of these guys. They just don't. Uh, they they expect an animal to be an animal, and this is what we expect of coyotes. So this is what the problem is. But they've changed over time. In that area, those coyotes probably haven't seen actual wild for forty years. Hmm. I was going to say, yeah, do they, they have to like change and evolve at some point. I mean, if there's, yeah, yeah, That's those are just purely city coyotes. They have a little bit of green space in the middle. It's like New Yorkish. It's like a very small New York, right? Toronto. So, like, so can I ask you a question real quick? So like when you hear yeah. coyotes and shit and like you, you see them moving into cities and they're, they're in areas near you, like what type of places will they hide? Like, do they hide in plain sight or is it like no, you, they hide deep in the woods and then, cause you always hear them and then you just like, you don't know where the fuck they go. Yeah. Well, where I live, um, it's about 45 minutes North of Toronto. So we're okay. a little more country out here and I live in like a nice little suburb here. It's quiet. We're right on the edge of town. So there's like a big forest and fields over there. I can hear coyotes every night and it's like, probably 20 to 40 of them out there that mm. you can hear howling and yipping and stuff. Um, but the neighborhood has told me that they have not, they've only ever seen one coyote that wandered into this suburb. Um, and it was a young coyote who was probably lost, right? Mm -hmm. He was only a pup. So he was probably just wandering and got lost. So if they have access to natural food, if they have, a, a viable habitat for them to live in naturally, they'll go for that and avoid us completely. Right. Because they have all that farm all field on the other side of these houses, right? Right. 
So the garbage isn't all that appealing to them. They want that natural. They want to hunt. They want to catch it. They want to eat it. And it want, they want it to be fresh, not your garbage. So the ones in Toronto, they're going for garbage because their habitat's probably not as viable as it maybe once was, right? Slowly, we build around it and we keep giving more space to humans and less space to them when you're in the middle of a big uh, metropolis like Toronto, right? Right. Eventually, all those green spaces get covered with concrete and they just have to keep moving into a smaller space. And I've, if you look at the map, the green space in Toronto is pretty big, but I mean, it's kind of a zigzag pattern till it reaches the outer limits of town. And then on the south of Toronto, it's all lake. Hmm. So they can only go north and they got to follow that pattern, which is like kilometers and kilometers of a maze, basically, to find the wild. So they've probably never seen it in their entire lifetime. That's crazy. Yeah, they've just seen whatever little green space that Toronto's. And you think 40 years, at least 40 years, they've been been like that? I think I was looking at um, like sky pictures, plane pictures of Toronto um, over 40 years ago. And it was a lot more green and more of a straight path out about 40 years ago. So I think if they had access, it would have been like 40 years plus they've mm. been no access to their right. natural, natural ways. Right. Damn. But <clears throat> I'm just, um, I'm just me, some guy with a small rescue. So Toronto and Coyote Watch Canada maybe don't take me as seriously as they maybe should, but I've been out there getting footage of them. I'm going to start posting stuff on my Patreon about the Toronto Coyotes, um, and people can go there and check it out Um, because they're brave. They're some of the bravest coyotes I've ever seen. Yeah. When so, it comes to humans, I yeah. mean, they'll snatch up kids and shit. Like when they're in the city, they'll yeah. they'll snatch up. I I mean, we used to put our pit bull outside, and I would tell my wife, I'm like, when you go outside at night with him, make sure you stay with him because, like, even though we have six foot fences, like they can jump that yeah. and grab him yeah. and snatch him up, like, or they find a hole and get in there. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> they're and I mean, as far as it goes, like a coyote um, should try to avoid humans were normally too big um from like i'd say even like seven eight years old that's pretty big you're about the same size as a coyote by that age right Mm -hmm. so um as soon as you get to be about the same size as them they don't want to fight because they don't want to get hurt yeah so they always pick on something a lot smaller so it's like young toddlers would be at risk Small dogs, um, cats especially. That's most cats go missing. It's not because they ran away. It's probably a coyote. Right. Um, so they'll they'll go after all that kind of stuff because they like to eat rabbits. They like to eat uh, field mice, smaller prey. Right. Yeah. Now, do they when Easy they kill target. stuff? Do they all like share it, or do they just go after? Are they just all every every man it, for himself? Coyotes are kind of weird. I always say that there's like four types of people. There's wolves, there's sheep, there's coyotes, and then there's sharks. Coyotes are like that adaptive. They can adapt to any situation. They can live in the city. They can live in the country. They can live on a farm. They can live anywhere and be okay. They'll find a way to survive. Um, And then there's um, like a wolf could never live in a city it would never happen it would die it would never be able to find a way to survive um and then also coyotes can live on their own or they can live as a pack um so they're very adaptive right right they're super cool animals actually it's just a shame that too many people think of them as a as a pest i guess yeah, mostly I mean, farmers and stuff like that because livestock. Nobody wants to have their chickens eaten, right? Um, but if you properly safeguard everything, then it is possible to avoid them, right? Yeah, I and mean, you don't that's always have to use lethal force. 
they're cool. Like you said, they're cool animals. Like we just talked for about 15 minutes about coyotes. Oh, no yeah. problem. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they, but like you said, they can be seen as pests to certain people. Like, especially if you're, you know, but like now that they're creeping in to other people's places, it's going to become a problem for other people. Um, yeah. You know, it's not just like a, it becomes a ghetto problem, but then like what it's going to happen to other people as well is going to trickle into like the suburbs and so everybody's going to be affected that's the problem right but Mm. as far as it is right now it's more like it's um it trickles into a humanitarian issue Mm -hmm. and nobody really wants to touch it so the coyotes kind of get the the brush off i think because it's a much bigger issue than just the coyotes right so they basically they took over that town like those monkeys took over. Yeah. Yeah. They were like Yeah. Just walking around police cars. There's a video somewhere on Instagram of a police car just following behind him and he stops three times to look back at the cop, like, what do you want? Like <laughs> and he's just strolling down the street, like he owns the place and the cops trying to scare him away with sirens and lights. He didn't care. Damn. Just he's probably used to all those sounds right i'm sure now yeah. you've said uh when we were messaging back and forth you said something about turtle patrol um, you pardon just, you said something about you were doing a finishing up a turtle patrol or something oh yeah yeah so what's um, that all about turtle patrol so every year turtles end up getting hit on the road right mm-hmm um 95 percent, i believe is the number don't quote me completely it's a very it's up in the 90s um of the turtles on the road they're females Mm. so majority of them have a belly full of eggs so when you hit one turtle on the road you potentially heard it uh, hitting up to 30 turtles damn um and that really messes with the population out in bc on the west coast of Canada here. Um, the painted turtles are so badly um, endangered that right now, one to six uh, females per, per males. So there's one female for every six males now, um, which means there's no females to make the eggs, which means eventually that species of turtle could potentially go out of, out of existence, right? So why why is female why do the, do the females get hit so much um, or good yeah why males are smart they stay home and let the girl do all the work gotcha <laughs> so they 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 do their do there we go. and then they they move on back into the water <laughs> um, where the females they go up on the dry land and they've got to find a nice safe spot to lay a nest kind of like you see on the sea turtles do yeah on the yeah. on the National Geographic and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they uh, somebody's moving big time back there. Um, but what they do is they come up onto the road because the gravel shoulders mm-hmm. are are loose gravel, which is exactly what they're looking for for a nest site. So they think it's a good spot to lay their eggs. Um, and while they're crossing the road looking for the driest side of the bank, basically. Um, they end up getting hit by a car or mm. something like that, right? So it's not um, not like they're up there just having fun. Right. They're just trying to get somewhere. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll see the turtle, they'll pick it up, and they'll throw it back in the water. Um, you don't want to do that either. You want to send them in the direction that they're facing. Mm. So if they're going away from the water, then put them on the other side. Right, because they're going up there to lay their eggs, and if you put her in the water, she's just going to climb back up. She's going to think that took me all day just to get just up to there, get and right. now I got to go do it again. So then she's going to go back up right after you leave. Damn. Um, so you always take them in the direction they're facing, um, and with snapping turtles, you always got to watch your fingers. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So what you go and you you make sure that they don't get hit. There's a to? lot of marshland where I live here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the roads, the country roads all run between all these marshes. So um, good couple hours of my day where it's 
the heat of the day, 3 p.m. going off into the evening is when the turtles will start coming up on the road the most. Mm. So I go out and we drive the roads back and forth and just see if there's anything up there. If there is, we take them off. And if there's anything hit or injured, we uh, package them up and turtle ambulance them all the way to uh, Kawartha, which is a good two-hour drive probably. Damn. But they're the best best in the uh, province for injured wild native turtles. So yeah, I saw one they video do great you posted. Work you would say that again? Uh, I said they do really great work over there. It's uh, oh. Kawartha Turtle Trauma Center, it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I watched one of your videos and like you're looking for turtles and you you can see it's all muddy and stuff and you somehow see this turtle from like I don't know, I have my my vision's terrible. I always have glasses on. If I wear sunglasses, they have to be prescription, so like I can't see shit. But you saw that turtle from like a mile away. <laughs> I uh I didn't even think about it until after a couple people commented. Um but yeah, I saw the turtle from the other side of the pond. It's mm. just my regular, I don't even, it's just kind of a gift, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what do you look for? Bubbles and shit? Uh, it's kind of a glare mixed mm. with a shape. Um, so a snapping turtle has a bit of a, like the shell show a little bit, like you can see in that video when I'm right about to pick her up. Um, and right in front of it is almost like a stick sticking out of the water. And it's like, so I'm looking for that circle with that stick. Mm. And if those two things are side by side, it's more than likely a snapping turtle. It's like a shape and uh body posture basically. Damn. And it's just, I've, I've been catching them since I was old enough to walk. So, uh, just experience, I guess. <laughs> Being able to, oh, there's my door. Oh no, there's your your buddies right there. Um, I was gonna ask you, uh, shit, what were you talking about? Uh, the turtles, the turtles, snapping turtles, snapping turtles. Okay, have you ever? You haven't lost any. You you said the worst you got the last time you were on. You said you got like a little uh, slash from a a crocodile. Was that what it was? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, um, you've never lost a finger to a snapping turtle, but yeah, then I remembered that. No, that. no, I've never been bit by a snapping turtle, nor would I want to. No, I feel like that would um, be painful. They have like, oh, is it, it looks they have so like, bad. Is it just sharp, rigid, like, I mean, like, what type of bite do they have? I know I've seen, uh, I've seen their like scissors. Stuff, but like scissors. So it's yeah. almost like scissors, yeah. Um, it's just hurt. a really sharp beak yeah. that's like pointed, like a blade. And then the other side just kind of fits right snug up against. So it's kind of like scissors. Little fucking dinosaurs. Um, and they've got such an amazing jaw power. Um, I've even, if you go on YouTube somewhere, there's um, videos I've seen of guys who uh, had a snapping turtle with a bit of stick. Mm-hmm. And they basically can pick it right up. Shit. I wouldn't suggest doing it. It's stressful for the animal, but... Um, they've got such a grip that you can pick them right up in the air and they still stay attached to that stick, right? So it's, I would not want to be bit by a snapping turtle. No. I've come pretty close a couple of times. Um, in that video, actually, he came a little close to uh, the family jewels too. That was a little scary. I think that was the most nervous I've ever been. Yeah, that's a <laughs> quick vasectomy though. Yeah, well, I already got that done. I don't need it again. No. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to just, I just, it popped into my head real quick. Um, I've been to Canada just one time and, uh, we went over to Vancouver and so we were driving there and the whole time we were there, we were trying to, we were like Googling, trying to figure out the conversion from, uh, miles to kilometers. And as we were leaving, I'm driving and I looked down at the speed limit and I realized afterwards, like we had been in the same car as our car. But I realized after we were leaving, we had gotten back to the States and I'm driving and I realized that it tells you on the dashboard, like right next to the miles, it tells you the conversion oh, yes. right there. So the whole weekend, yeah. I'm like trying to figure out what it is. We're it's Googling. the little numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my wife were like, we both felt like idiots. We're like, shit, we could not figure that out at all. <laughs> um, and then yeah. the other thing was we were in 
we went out to see uh, Bill Burr. We went and saw a comedy, uh, comedy show. Oh, we saw yeah. Bill Burr there, and we uh, were taking the bus back. And I had had a few drinks, like I was a little tipsy. And this guy yeah. went to get on the bus, and the bus had t- taken off. And so he hit the side of the bus and broke the window. Like he hit it so hard, it broke the window. The bus driver stopped and everybody's like, don't let that guy on. Don't let him on. And he lets the guy on. So the guy sits down and everybody's just like staring at this guy because he just broke the window. And I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I've had a couple. So I like, I go and I say, I say something to him. I'm like, everybody on this bus just watched you break that window, man. I'm like, there's cameras. I'm like, you should probably like go. And he's like, oh, and he just gets up and leaves at the next stop. He gets off the bus. He didn't realize that he was like, he, yeah, I don't know what was going on with that dude. But everybody was just sitting there quietly. They didn't want to say anything to him. But I'm like, I'll say something to him. Canada's so, too polite, man. Yeah, I know. I was the drunk American. I'm way, like, hey, way too polite. Yeah, he just let this guy on. I'm like, dude, he just broke your window. Like completely well, smashed I mean, window. You guys would never let... Uh, what just happened happened they took all of our guns oh did they, they took yeah they just oh, yeah, banned hundred types of guns yeah did they t- like actually like take them like they yeah are they making people them, to give them they're back. making people turn them in and stuff yeah it's crazy because in the u.s like i mean that shit would never happen but like there's a lot of people that are talking about how like they've they've got their guns to go up against like a tyrannical government and they've got in different cities and like now in two different cities, they've had federal unmarked federal agents scooping up pro- like peaceful protesters and throwing them into vans and shit. Like, yeah. you know, you can't have that shit happening. So no. like the fact that they're taking people's guns and shit, like they- See, we were okay here when the protests came here and everybody started the protesting here. Um, Basically, Toronto prepared a week before the protest started. They started building uh, plywood walls in front of all the big windows mm-hmm. to protect the storefronts and stuff like that. Um, so, like, we gave them time to get ready before we protested. That's how polite Canadians are. <laughs> and then after they were ready, we all went out and we protested. But um, in the States, I heard they didn't really pay you guys very much for staying home where we got a bit more. So everybody wasn't super hungry or upset. So the protests were very like peaceful. Yeah. It was like still full. The thing about the protests in the U S were like, people thought that it was about that. Like a big part of it was the George Floyd thing, like him being murdered by that cop. But like, yeah, they, they had the whole uh, stimulus package and basically they just it was the biggest upward um like the biggest upward uh movement of money to like you know the corporations like they gave corporations trillions of dollars they gave people a one-time twelve hundred dollars stimulus and then they gave like you know extra money on on unemployment um but then they made people stay home so they were like they were like making people stay home and they were making shutting stuff down but then they were allowing like the companies that they gave all this money to like Amazon and all these other companies, you know, to stay open. So they were, it was just a big, like, and nobody's was paying attention and all this shit. So well, all these yeah. protests broke out and that was just a, a whole thing. And it's still, I mean, there's still protests in, in Portland. Oh, That's yeah. why they had the federal agents and shit there, but That's yeah, insane. It's fucking crazy. So people are like yeah. talking about getting guns to, to go up against the tyrannical government and they're there. Well, we were, know, there was a point where people I know here, um, like right before they started all this stimulus stuff, um, everybody was starting to panic because they were like, I'm going to be out of work. We're not going to have all the guys I knew were loading up on ammunition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like there was a point where people were getting ready to to fend for themselves. Like it was a thing. You saw a lot and of then, people here. And then the government been... came in with the stimulus package and everybody calmed right down. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, they, they're talking about a second stimulus just because I mean, shit's to the point now where like, it's just getting people are still out of work. Yeah. yeah. It's people don't know what, where their next meal's coming from. It's crazy. Like some people are fortunate. And so they're like, you know, they don't get why, you know, people are protesting and rioting and shit. It's like, well, because they might not have the same luxuries that you do. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's crazy right now. Um, 
what I was I would, I was going to ask you was the so they've in our country they've basically like politicized even like coronavirus like we couldn't get together to be like okay this is like this is some shit that's like it's not left or right it's just yeah. it's like a a viral disease that like you just have to we just have to agree on how we're going to handle this shit and like we still yeah. we still can't get it together like it's, no yeah it's the same here there's people fighting screaming at each other at the storefronts because one's wearing a mask one's not yeah like people are so divided with each other and stuff like that too it's just like insanity i haven't when we could be working together not right. divided yeah it's crazy. <laughs> i haven't had anybody give me shit about wearing a mask yet but like i i can guarantee it happens i probably i've seen like people now where i'm at like at first you know you had people complaining about it and you know but now people are kind of on board with it but it's yeah. just everything's i don't know everything's weird right now just with everything going on so it is for sure like even um if i started doing events or anything like that again because not that there is any events booking because there's no money to be made at an event now but um even if i started doing events i would have to wear a mask while doing my show which is like yeah there's Wait, no if you there's... did a if you did a show oh but that would be like in person is what you're saying yeah gotcha, like gotcha. a live show on stage like i'd have to wear a mask while i'm up on stage oh yeah and then kids or the audience isn't really going to be able to see my mouth or see what i'm saying like even or... if you're a good distance away yeah that's weird well man. because a lot of my stuff is um we got to come up to show you the animals and oh right so be and here our rules are if you're indoors somewhere in a public space you're supposed to be wearing a mask unless you have like a health reason not to mm. yeah so if i went in somewhere to do a show i would have to wear a mask the whole time i was inside right. yeah, um and then we're not allowed to let anybody touch the animals or interact with the animals which is kind of the whole point yeah damn that's crazy yeah. i mean when we first had talked we didn't know like any of this shit. we just kind of had you know it was the beginning we thought i thought like maybe a couple weeks and then we'd be like okay yeah but like now we're going it's like july and like it was like right at the beginning and we were laughing March. and joking about tiger king yeah, it must have been like, March. I miss that part of the coronavirus <laughs> thing is when Tiger King was out. And, and it was like everybody, everybody was just was a fun thing to do. To that. Yeah. yeah. Not all this political craziness that you see on Facebook and stuff. Oh, dude, I like the nuts. Tiger King memes way better than these uh, these political memes. Well, it's nuts. I mean, I feel like the, at some point they've they've got to they have to crack down on on like the media and i know that people like when you say fake news because trump said it people uh, are like oh no you can't but it's like it's, it's true like cnn fox news there's they're so all much of them. yeah uh, i don't know if you have the same news networks but and there's videos online of like these news networks in the u.s and they all recite the same thing they're all owned by the same companies and it's yeah. just like, and they stoke the and fires. Then, they and then if it's the happen. other company, if it's the other company, they say the opposite. Right. Well, they have a lot of like, like left and right. But stuff nobody's here. telling you what you actually need to do to stay safe. Like right. it's, it's kind of like, I just want information. I don't want like, everybody's <laughs> got to have an opinion. It's all biased. It's like, and the left is, they all. And like, everybody wants Trump to be and, the hero that saves everybody from coronavirus with right. the perfect advice. Right, right. And it's like, we don't need a hero. We, you don't need to be Enrique Iglesias. Just, right. You just need to educate just, people. Yeah. Like, just educate tell us people, what we need to do plan. to stay safe. Yeah. yeah. Our governor has been doing a decent job. I mean, there's people here who just, of course, because he's a like a, a Democratic governor that I've been giving him shit. I mean, I think yeah. that the leadership across the board in the United States has been piss poor. Like, you know, that you can't look at any one side and be like, this is like all of that stuff happened because oh, yeah. like the Democrats and the Republicans let it happen together. Yeah. And like people just, it's all theater. I've said it before. It's like wrestling. Like when you watch wrestling, like, you know, that oh, shit's yeah. like stage, you know, the outcome and stuff, but like, yeah, it's, it's all like, scripted. Yeah. You got your vent. Like Donald Trump is like the ultimate heel. <laughs> but it's like entertainment, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like, so we've gotten to a point in this country where you, 
people are like, you know, they they think that of politicians as celebrities. You know, I remember when yeah. people were like all about uh, your guy there, Justin Trudeau, the United States. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's dreamy. It's like, no, he's a fucking public servant. Like, he's yeah. supposed to be doing a job. He was a drama teacher. Yeah. Like, the only thing you really had going for him was that uh, his dad was the prime minister before. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as far as my government goes, I'd have to say they've done, other than taking our guns and doing a couple of weird things that no one really noticed, um, I'd say they pretty much took care of the of the people. Yeah. Like, they gave us a good stimulus to keep us alive during the shutdown. Um, they've even extended it to some people who still need it. Um, they've raised the number on in uh, unemployment like wages mm. um going out they've raised it up a bit to help people with the extra burden kind of thing that's good um so i mean as far as taking care of the people they did a pretty good job um it's getting a little weird now yeah just with all these strange rules and telling us where to be and where to do and it went from very cool and casual just stay away from each other keep your hands clean and now it's getting kind of weird and it's going down so it's like why are we enforcing all of this craziness now well here's the thing ours went down ours started to go down and then it started to go back up like it started to get worse so i like i i get some of the like the the has like the precaution and stuff because of what's been going on but like there's just no communication about anything like that's what i mean is there's like no consistency right where i'm at like you could be in this town and they tell you you have to have a mask in public spaces but then you go 45 minutes to the next town and and they there you can just do whatever you want right um other than stay sick you always got to stay six feet apart that's always the rule but the masks, the gloves. Do people actually this, do that? Because it's so hard for people to do that. Like I see people walk by each other all the time. It depends on where you're at. If you're like in the city, like Toronto, they're a little more worried about it because there's a lot more numbers there. Mm. Um, but when you're out in the country here, where people don't really have a reason, we don't have tourism in this small town, so it's not like there's people. We don't even have much industry, so it's like people commute from here to toronto right so there's no one really coming here that we don't already know gotcha and the numbers were never really all that high to begin with so people here aren't too worried and they're all standing in line pretty close yeah and but they've all got their masks on yeah they got like every, the marks every single stuff. one of them yeah yeah they got the marks in the, in the, the line like the store lines to know where to go and where to stand so since we're talking yeah. about government and shit, I wanted to talk about this real quick. And then I want to talk about some more wildlife shit because I was having fun with that. But the, yeah, our sure. government, like the Pentagon, and this was in the New York Times, which, I mean, I in the past I would say that they were reliable, but lately, um, you know, they could skew left or right, whatever, whatever yeah. way they wanted to. But with this story, it's kind of hard to, like, be political about it. So they had said, it was I think it was the Pentagon that had come out and said that, um, UFOs basically exist, like that they that they have UFOs, oh. and that like they're they're they said I forget the wording, but they said that they are they're otherworldly crafts that they are yeah. in possession of, and like basically that UFOs are real and they're like aliens exist and shit and like so did you hear about that? I did. That's fucking crazy. I was right? reading something about it. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean. I've always believed in UFOs. I mean, it's hard to be like, we're the only ones. Like, there's no way that we're the only ones. Well, that's, I believe that UFOs and life on other planets are kind of two different things. Okay. Um, UFOs, I normally think, are like government testing stuff that they don't really want us to know they have yet. Right. Top secret testing kind of stuff. Um, and then life on other planets is like mathematically impossible for it not to be right with the amount of other planets that we've found close to other suns and all the, all the, if you add that all up, there's gotta be life somewhere else. I just don't know if it's ever made it here, but now that they've said stuff like that, it's kind of like, yeah, maybe. 
I mean, and maybe like maybe they have crash landed here before, but maybe they were dead because if you if you've mastered intergalactic travel, are you really going to crash when you get somewhere? Well, I mean, if you shoot, if they get shot down, but from everything that we've heard, but I don't know. I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? Maybe he was already, maybe he's been traveling through space for like millions and millions of years and just floating along till he hit. But they could be like drunk driving or something. Like there could be one with that too. Problem and like they're like, could be stoned behind the wheel or something. Or like the atmosphere changed and they fucking fainted or some shit. And or the gravity could be different. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I mean, there's like a a lot lot of shit. I guess. Yeah. What was that? I said there's a lot of reasons. I guess he could crash. Yeah, but but there's just so many like things that I've heard lately that like. Um, I mean, Joe Rogan's had a bunch of stuff about it. Um, yeah. That Bob Lazar thing, like where he's describing stuff the same for 30 years and everything that he said years ago turned out to be true. Yeah. And now the Pentagon saying all that stuff. I mean, I don't know how much they would are going to tell us going forward. Like, I don't know if we're going to see UFOs in the next year. Like, maybe that would be the thing to get, bring everybody together. Like, yo, there's fucking aliens. You know, Can you idiots stop arguing and shit? You're embarrassing us and yeah. my, my alien friends. <laughs> We've got intergalactic travel, people. <laughs> people would be <laughs> like, like, wait, what color tie are they wearing? Is it red or blue? Is he a Democrat yeah, or a Republican? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, yeah. What, what? If, if they're the other side from me, tell them to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Bleep Lorp. Bleep Lorp can go back to where he came from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be crazy, man. If they actually just brought out an alien on the TV or something, nobody'd believe it. Yeah, they'd be like, "There'd be so many people that would say it's a, a faked video." And I've been going, doing like uh, going to thrift stores and stuff just to make extra money and flipping them on eBay. You know, you'll buy something for a couple bucks and flip it for a couple, you know, twenty, thirty bucks or something. And I found a couple of different ET things. I'm like, should I just hang on to this shit in case they like <laughs> come out and show yeah. some aliens? Like this shit will be worth a lot of money. If they, if they, they do aliens. show an alien, alien stuff will go up for sure. Yeah. So, but maybe I'll just. Everybody will want a piece. <laughs> All right. Let's but get back to talking. It's okay. kind of mind boggling to think of, right? Yeah. Like if you like, just woke yeah. up one morning and you saw trending on Twitter, like UFOs. How like, minuscule is our problems? Like if that's the case, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's hard to think of the fact that we would be the only ones. Like you have to be really, oh yeah, you have to live a small life to be like, no, that this is it. This is like this block that I live on is it. There's yeah. nothing more. You can go to like Costco and buy a, a telescope and see other planets so like it's have like ever, do you ever do uh you can say like you plead the fifth i don't know if you have the fifth in canada but have you ever tried <laughs> yeah, yeah. psychedelics uh no i haven't no i feel no, like i'm uh i i i struggle enough with reality <laughs> <laughs> hey i mean fair enough i mean yeah for me i, I I've don't d- know I've done if it a i would times. have a good uh a good trip so i've always been kind of nervous to to go there yeah i think mushrooms are more uh more chill for me i mean this in my experience like acid is the yeah, one yeah. that like i i say a lot when i'm on acid i'm like <laughs> i feel like this shit's playing tricks on me but like mushrooms are pretty yeah. like and mushrooms are from the ground too so i feel like there's something about the fact that they're like they're you know grown in nature sometimes grown in shit um yeah but yeah it's well i'm from canada so that's like we they just grow them out here like oh, they're yeah, just we're, they're not legal right. but they're just like you can just grow them in a forest somewhere it's like pretty decent uh environment i guess for mushroom growing right yeah we're on and our way to it's uh, it's always been around and i've i've been offered lots but i've never it's i was something always that's, too it's not right for everybody i mean it's something that like if you're like i don't know if this shit's right for me it's probably not right for you but like if you're yeah like, maybe I if i was shit. like all alone in a room maybe yeah where nothing can really mess with me I don't know if that's the situation be. you'd want to do it. I think like the best would be like if you have a nice yard or something like where you can yeah, just yeah. chill outside. Open. I would. Oh yeah, you just because on a nice day like not too hot, you would just you would have a blast because there's nothing that's gonna yeah. like change. You'll just it's basically the colors will look like just more be nicer. vibrant and yeah, <laughs> you know, like I've I've taken them before, 
and you'll be looking at like a leaf with uh, condensation and you'll be able to see just every detail. <clears throat> yeah, all the little, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. So it's just like, it's a different thing. It's just, it's not for everybody. Um, it can, if you take too much, you know, it can fuck with you, but it, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's just, I think if more people did it. Most uh, people I've ever seen have never really had a bad trip on mushrooms. Acid, I've seen people have bad trips where they start getting all paranoid and stuff. Yeah, I can see how you can do it with acid. I've tried acid just a couple times now. Um, mushrooms I've done every, I do have them every year at least once. Um, usually when I can get my hands on them, I'll grab just a bunch and I keep them for the year and I'll just do them a couple times. Um, but those are some that like, you know, I, I feel like it's, a, it's a necessary for my mental health. Like it's almost like a reset. Like I feel well, like they're talking life. about, uh, cause they've legalized pot here. Right. Yeah. They decriminalized in mushrooms in a couple States out here. So well, we're like, they're talking about psychedelics now. They need to. I mean, if you yeah. do it in a controlled environment and you have, that's even more jobs that you can open up in the Even Joe field. Rogan promotes it. He said, like, so long as you have, like, he does that, uh, what is that? The toad. Uh, he does, like, the DMT. Yeah, he does, like, some heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, DMT is, like, that, that shit's, like, stuff that it comes naturally in your, in your body, I guess. It's made yeah. from your pituitary gland, they think. And so okay. you can get, you can get it from grass. It's not like anything, but you just smoke it and it's supposed yeah. to send you into the fucking stratosphere for like 10 to 15 <laughs> minutes or something like that. I've never as tried that. Mike Tyson one, but... describe it. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I, I that's on my list. I want to try it. Um, I go to this hippie festival every year and, uh, that's on my list of stuff I want to try is, uh, some DMT. But like the way he was describing they, the way they do that. And I don't know if it's just because they're like super rich, but like he said, like they have like a shaman who helps. Oh, I'm sure. Like if they were to do it, take care of them. If you had someone to take care of you and like walk you through it, if it is a bad trip or you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see thing. that being okay. I was always around a bunch of dumb teenagers that probably would have fucked with me. Yeah. When you're with like, <laughs> when you're with people who are trying to fuck with you, it's like, it's not a good thing, but when you're in a good space with people, like, and that's the thing, sometimes you'll have a bad trip, but like if you're with somebody who's been there and done them before, like I can walk somebody yeah. through a bad trip. No problem. Like if you, if you ha handed me anybody and you were like, this motherfucker's having a bad trip, I'm like, all right, I got you. Like I would be able to get you back. You just have to kind of bring them back. like kind of get them focused on. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And then it's usually not that big a deal once you figure it out. But like, like if you had people that knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, the, the Jeffrey. But like, if you had people that knew what they were doing and, and, it would be able to create more jobs. It would bring in more revenue. It's just another way. Like we, we are holding in our country, especially we're holding on to like fossil or fossil fuels and shit. It's like, there's so many renewable resources. And I honestly don't so understand why everybody doesn't own a Tesla yet. Yeah. That's my, like why? my goal is to get a Tesla. Like my, they're expensive, yeah. but you never pay for gas right, again. Why? I'm That's thinking what I mean. About it's it like an investment. Point. By the time, by the time you've had like a couple years with that Tesla, it's paid for itself in gas. Like, yeah. Especially with gas prices here, man, it's like a dollar, two dollars sometimes for like a gallon. It gets expensive just driving every. Because I don't know necessarily in your area, but like our area, every little town is kind of spread like 45 minutes apart. Mm. So to get anything anywhere else, you got to drive 45 minutes. It's kind of like where I live. I live in the that, Pacific right? Northwest right now. So I'm kind of like yeah. kind of up close to Canada. Like all spread out where it's not like you're in the city where you could take the bus or you could, you know, you got to drive everywhere and gas right. is expensive. I want a Tesla so bad, but they just started making the, well, they've been making them for a while, but the SUVs and the vans. Mm-hmm. I need like a Tesla bus. Like a Tesla bus. <laughs> yeah. You need that. If Tesla started making a bus, I would buy one of those. <laughs> that's dope. I need to, I, that's one of the vehicles that I would want just because, yeah, like the gas alone is just to not oh, have yeah. to stop and pump. Well, I mean, you could charge at home and then you'd probably have to charge on longer drives, but those things I think are pretty good about getting you. And at first they were like not too common. You would see those charging stations. They're everywhere now. But they're everywhere now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a big deal them? anymore. I'm not a hundred percent. 
on like, how the charging i've never looked that deep into it yet yeah when i when i get a down payment for one that'll be my <laughs> start doing some real research to see what's what but i'm pretty sure they last um a ridiculous amount of time and then i think the newer ones i've seen something on joe rogan i think he's talking about putting solar panels in the roof or something to help um charge while you go and stuff yeah um, so, I mean, he's always thinking and making it better, right? That Elon Musk guy is a nut. He's like super smart. Yeah. When you see him think, you can see him thinking. Yeah. Like most people, you can't see them thinking, but you can see him thinking. Right. He'll just, he'll take a second before he says some shit and he's like, yeah. Yeah. He always pauses, thinks about it and then says something. So like he's got a million things going on in there. Yeah, I think the Tesla would be the, the move. I think if they did like some type of um, big credit for trading in your your vehicle, like with your gas yeah. vehicle, that would be dope. He's got enough money. He should just start giving some away for free. Right. Like, hey, if, do you want to trade me for your, your car? And then just boom, yeah. trade him straight up for your car. He could probably do it on YouTube or something and make enough money off the YouTube videos of giving away Teslas to pay for the Teslas. There you go. So, Boom! He's there you go, Elon Musk. This, You're but... welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, shit, man. Um, what? I feel like we got completely off topic. What's some more? Before we did we finish up. What's uh, what's some more wildlife stuff that you have going on? Um, I got uh, a new critter the other day, actually, and only you get to see it because it's on, on my Patreon page right now. But I'll show you. Um. And she is. Oh shit! Yes, sir. I'm not the biggest fan of spiders and shit, but like, I don't. I'm starting to be more chill with them. Like, I don't kill them. I just put them outside. Or, is that a cricket right there? Yeah. It's not gonna eat it. Uh, she might. I just threw some crickets in there tonight. They don't eat very much, though. What is uh? What is that called? I mean. So it's a it's a pink knee tarantula. Um, I'm pretty sure it's from the Southern States or South America. I just got it. So I'm still doing a lot of reading on it. Damn. Um, but it was somebody's pet and, uh, they got a new girlfriend who is absolutely terrified of spiders. Oh yeah. I so, feel like that would happen like 95% of the time. Yeah. And he liked spider, but, um, had to go. So, um, that's what we do, right? We take them in and I'll probably end up keeping this one. So does something like that end up having like, like a personality, like do spiders or are they all just pretty much like, um, they do. I don't know necessarily like small spiders, if they would have much of a personality, but these big spiders, I spend enough time with them that each one has its own own little quirks mm. um and own little ways that they behave like even the same species you could have two of the same species one could be timid one could be very brave one could be great to handle um one could be aggressive right it's kind of i say it's it's kind of like humans mm. we're all supposedly the same species right so we're all super individual. Um, it's the same with animals. They're, they could be the same species, but each individual goes through a different life with different experiences and different um, lifestyles. They could live next door to each other, but you never know what they've been through compared to the other one, which could change their personality or alter the way they uh, deal with the situation, right? Hmm. Um, and a lot of the rescues, like, I mean, most people, when they buy a pet, it becomes pretty normal and the same thing over and over if you buy a lot of the same pet. But uh, with the rescues, I see different situations. They all come from a different life, from something right. different, whether it's neglect or someone just can't keep them anymore or they came from a really good home and they just, um, maybe they're against the bylaw or something like that. So. Um, I get to see the different effects of different lives that they've had, right? 
So I've had corn snakes that are, which corn snakes are a great pet, um, easy to handle, easy to work with. They're like the beginner snake, them and ball pythons. I would offer for children to have for a per- first pet snake. Um, but I've seen corn snakes and ball pythons that are so nasty. You couldn't find them a home mm. because they've just been neglected or left for dead or they're hungry all the time because they never got the nutrition they needed when they were young. Um, a lot of people think of reptiles and stuff like that as, uh, like a machine almost not as much of a living being like a dog or a cat dogs and cats are your friends. Reptiles are kind of cool. So they end up, uh, if you actually spend time with them, they all have their own little individual personalities. Um, if you go to my Instagram, uh, the real jungle, Justin, I've got a video on there somewhere of my iguana. I'll see if I can, he's probably sleeping. He's in the back there. Oh, yeah, there he is. Um, his name's Irwin and, uh, he's got his own little personality. When I touch him on the back, he kind of like flicks me with his arm, like go away. And I've never really seen an iguana do that yeah. before. So it's like each one has their own little things that um, makes them them. Dude, when I was in Costa Rica, there was a shitload of iguanas. There was just like everywhere you went, there was iguanas oh, all yeah. over the resort. That was like they had skunks, they had raccoons. There was these little they're raccoons like, um, run up on the restaurants. They're like seagulls almost, mm-hmm. like just a, like a nuisance to them almost, right? Yeah. There's so many of them down there. And then Florida is the same. Florida's got a lot of them, but they're not native to Florida. Oh, they're not? Well, no, no, they they're, were, of course uh, not. Where are they? We, release pets and stuff, like a lot of the animals in Florida. So are they? where are they native to? Uh, they're native to South America. South America, okay. Yeah, South like America. Brazil, the Amazon. Um, normally, they like to overhang like a river. They're very aquatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so for him, I've always got like a big tub of water in there with him so he can swim around. We do bath time where we fill up a tub, um, and, uh, he swims around in there. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. And they like, they like the water. A lot of people don't know that about them, but they're like, uh, nature's high diving champions. I feel like they look so dry, like that you wouldn't expect them to be. And they're always up in the tops of the trees where you see them, right? Yeah. But in the Amazon, um, the best spot to get sunlight because the canopy is so thick is the tops of the trees. So they mm. go up to the top of the trees to get that sunlight. Um, but if a predator comes by or an eagle flies by, or they'll dive from 50 feet straight down into the river below. Mm. So they're like the high diving champions of nature. So they always will go and do that near the river? Uh, they try to stay above water so that they can Just dive if they got there. Yeah. That's pretty dope. We always yeah. learn something when you come on here. And I mean, they're pretty, they're very tough animals. So, I mean, even if he had to dive from pretty high up and hit the ground, he'd probably do it too. Really? Damn. Yeah. I wouldn't say 50 feet, but they're like, they're pretty tough. They can, they can hit the ground. Damn. I've seen them in the in the in the zoos and stuff, just like jump out of Face a tree point. for no reason. And then they walk away like nothing <laughs> happened. Like you're like, are you okay? <laughs> Damn. Well, we're getting just about an hour here, man. I it flew by. Uh, we'll definitely do this again. Um, Absolutely, it was a blast. Uh, I just got to get back to the newborn and shit and uh, get some. Yeah, no worries. Uh, appreciate you coming on for the year anniversary. Do you want to plug anything before you go? Um, make sure you. Uh, mostly find my you. Patreon page. Everybody can go on there. Um, and even I'll share if that you're with this episode too. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm worldwide now. My advice goes worldwide now. So nice. before I used to help a lot of my area and then across Canada doing my tours. But now on that Patreon page, um, even a dollar a month subscription gets you a live chat feed to me for pet advice, wildlife advice, anything like that. Um, And that comes straight to my phone and I can answer you back. If you got a pet question or you're worried about your exotic animal or anything like that, um, 
it's on there. And then we've got our videos, like always the snapping turtles and we're looking for a cougar that's local to here. We're hoping to catch it on film. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up film wise, uh, for everybody. So we you say you're looking then, for a cougar is there, you've seen there's evidence of a cougar and you're trying to track it down. We've gotten some, uh, trail cams. Oh, cougar in the area. Um, it's, the mystery animal. Not everybody's a hundred percent sure um, on what it is. I'm pretty guaranteed it's a cougar from the pictures, um, and I want to get out there and get some evidence, help the uh, local conservation figure out what they're looking for because we haven't really seen any cougars in this area for a while. And will they interfere at that point? Um, no, they'll they'll probably just leave it alone. Um, yeah. There's a lot of cliffs and stuff in this area. I can just where. He's got natural space to live. And if he's been avoiding people this good, then he's not really an issue. Right. It was only a trail cam that caught him. No one else has ever yeah, even seen so him or said anything. Oh, yeah. So you're going to go try to track him and get some evidence, figure it out. See if I can get some footprints or some poop or something. And that'll be on your Patreon? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, all right. That's and tough. if we're lucky, maybe we'll get him on film. Um, and... I also go live stream on there a lot of the time that we're doing something right in the moment. If it's uh, the time is right, we go live. Like I went live for a turtle that we helped get across the road um, just to show people like they're always out there, right? Um, we go live for animal rescues. So if the turtle's injured, I went live on Facebook the last time we had an injured turtle, but it's all going to be on our Patreon page now. Um but yeah, it'll all be on there every minute, every step of the way. I want people that are helping me rescue these animals. I want them to see how I'm actually helping right. these animals. All this time before I was doing the live shows coming to people and we were bringing the animals to people and telling them the story where now we're bringing the people to the animals and they can watch the story. Yeah. You got to kind of change up your tactics now. Yeah. We got to adapt like the coyote, right? There you go. Way to bring it around. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jungle Justin, man. It's a pleasure. We'll have to do this again. Thanks for coming on Absolutely. the show. Uh, and I'll talk to you later, man. Yeah, man. You have a good night. You too. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the ADBD podcast. Um, we've been doing this again for one year, and we're going to keep making episodes. So make sure you stay subscribed. Um, I appreciate everybody sticking with it, um, even with everything that's been going on and, you know, I've been really busy with the newborn. So appreciate everybody being patient with the late episodes and lack of sleep. So make sure, yeah, tune in next week. Hopefully I'll have some more guests for you. I'm going to get off this and, uh, go send some messages and hopefully we'll be back with a new episode next week. Later.